Bradley records the sack. Jordan Jefferson and Jazeer Cox, an 11-yard loss as West Virginia heated it up on defense, and they'll officially put Card down at the 15-yard line. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. I like cut courtesy of the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield, authored by the voice of the Mountaineers. Our next guest, we welcome in Tony Caridi from the hills of West Virginia. Tony, thanks for your time on a uh, a Monday. That's a Wednesday. That uh, oh well, we're coming your way, and look forward to the game on Thursday. Good afternoon to you, John, and thank you for using the only play-by-play highlight from our Texas game. You guys had to search for that thing, man. No, no, you had a couple scores late in there. Not enough, my friend. Yeah, not, not enough. enough. It was a long, it was a long, long night, and uh, I don't know if it ever makes you feel better. But the way the Texas played against Oklahoma on Saturday kind of went like, eh, yeah, yeah, here they come, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And think about this: I mean, you guys went into the uh, the open date, you know, a little extra time before we play on Thursday off that game, and we went into that open date off a loss to Oklahoma State. Yeah. So not ideal, is it? No, you know that uh, we all look at those bye weeks as going like, it, if you can get a win before you go into the bye, it just makes the whole thing so much easier. I think overall, everyone just feels better. Your fans feel better, your players, your coaches, the whole deal. And uh, unfortunately, neither of the two of us at this particular time around went into it that way. Yeah, no question. How you doing? You doing all right? Everything's good, man. Good, uh, good. You're gonna get you're gonna get a chilly night on yeah. Thursday, and the leaves are starting to turn beautiful here, and it's one of the more picturesque uh, places I think that you'll see. So hopefully, um, you'll see them either coming in uh, when you get ready to land, or if you get a chance on Thursday to kind of look around a little bit. But it's really pretty. Oh, I like that. What about rain? Looks like uh, yeah, good chance of rain. Yeah, it looks like they're, they're right now at sixty percent. I'm not. I haven't broken it down based upon the hour. Mm-hmm. That means is that morning, is that afternoon? What's it going to be at nighttime? So I haven't seen that breakdown yet. Fingers crossed, you know that we can play this thing without any rain. Well, one thing about it, you guys, West Virginia, uh, is much more experienced on Thursday night games this year than Baylor is. <laughs> can you believe it? Yeah, That's this wild. Is our third. Yeah. This is a. This is allowed the way that it used to be when we were back in the Big East. We'd <laughs> see, we'd see Thursdays a good bit. You see an occasional Wednesday or a Friday. In fact, you know we built our brand a ton when Rich Rodriguez was here on those midweek games. That's when, you know, Rich got it rolling, and we had Pat White and Steve Slayton, and we were kind of like the only game that was on, and we had some super big wins in that era. And uh, you know, two of the Thursdays this year were not a conference. This is our only league game on a Thursday. Thursday, but from what I hear, John, mm-hmm. um, in the not too distant future, whenever this new media rights deal, you know, gets figured out, I'm being told that it won't be a big, big surprise if we see more of these non-Saturday games. I think for the league as a whole. But again, uh, that's TBA. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, have you had much dealings with Brett Yormark yet? 
just to say hello mm-hmm. uh, at Big 12 Media Day. We've got a couple of uh, mutual friends from his days when he was with the New Jersey Nets, and that was it. But he did he banged me back with an email uh, the very next day um, on a weekend, and I responded, and he responded like about 10 minutes later. So I went like, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive. So uh, I think he's going to do well. What do you think about this uh, tour of New York coming up this week with he and Scott Drew and Bob Huggins? Yeah, so it's interesting because I mean I get it. That's where his contacts are. That's the that's the you know the media center of all media there. Um, uh, we talked about it a little bit on my show last week, and a couple of you know non-New York entities uh, have tried it in the past, and I don't think it can hurt you at all. I don't know how much it helps you. Uh, Rutgers used to lay claim to being New York City's team, and people went like, uh, no. Hmm. And then Syracuse, which is a pretty good shot from the city, they also, I mean, they went to the point where they were buying, like, the little uh, tents on the top of uh, taxis that said, you know, Syracuse, New York City's team. Again, kind of like, no, not really. So, (laughs) again, any pub you get is good. I don't necessarily know if you'll ever be able to make a a massive inroad. Um, But, yeah, it's it's good. I think you got to try to do everything, John, and and, and the, the frequency will ultimately lead to success. Tony Caridi, our guest, longtime voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers. And uh, where, where do you think, where is your team right now? Two and three, oh and two yeah. in conference. I mean, where do you feel like you are coming into this game? Oh man, it's it's been hard, John. You know, we had the doggone pit game and there was so much build up to that. And we throw the pick six through a receiver's hand uh, right at the end of the game where I think we could have done that, and I think that turns everything. Then Kansas, you know, Kansas has, has gotten several teams, but we were kind of the victims there, weren't ready for what they were going to do. They broke out uh, with that heavy option, triple option, and did not adjust well. It was a back-and-forth game. We lose that thing in overtime. So not good, and, and we did not play well against Texas. So this game on Thursday – is I think um, extremely, extremely important because I think it'll give us a good indication as to where this thing is headed as far as the West Virginia season goes. Uh, we have just got to find a way to play uh, well to even this thing up and get three and three and, and kind of go from there for the second half. Um, we've got Texas Tech next week after this one, so nothing is easy. The more I watch you know, all these teams in the league, which I had the opportunity to do more so than normal last Saturday because we didn't play, as far as the 11 years now that we've been in the league, this is the best league race, I think. And by that, I mean uh, the poor teams have gotten better. The elite teams have dropped down. And so as a result of that, I mean, it's a really super good, entertaining league to watch week in and week out. Um, but there are no W's that you put onto your uh, schedule uh, before the season starts. And that makes every cha- every game a super challenge. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's hard to say who's who is the top team in the league who is the bottom team in the league it's right. really hard to say and it's not i mean it's just going to play play out over the course of the season uh and injuries a big factor there you guys uh, have had your share haven't you yeah we have so we'll be without 
C.J. Donaldson, who's a running back, who is really, I really one of the surprise stories in all of college football this year. He's a kid that West Virginia recruited out of Florida as an H-back. He was a high school receiver. They thought that they could make him into an H-back slash tight end. And we had a need at running back after one of our grad transfers left after spring ball. They popped this kid in there, and he goes off big time. And, you know, because 240-pound running back, and he really had a grand entry into the game against Pitt and scored a couple of touchdowns. And then he had like a half a dozen touchdowns going into the Texas game and gets a concussion. And if you saw that game, that was the young man that they had to take off in the brace and the, in the cart, and it was scary. But we had a total of four concussions in that game. Wow. And uh, Neil Brown had his press conference today, and he's not going to say one way or the other as to you know, who those are or what their status is for Thursday. But that was an extremely physical game, and uh, it, uh, it was a much-needed time off uh, this past weekend. Yeah. Well, you know, you know the history. You know I like Neil Brown. I like him a lot, and I'm pulling for him. Absolutely. Not this week, but every other week I am pulling for him. And uh, it, it's interesting, isn't it, sometimes when you've got uh, extra time to prepare for a game like this one, sometimes you can tinker and maybe throw something new that hadn't shown up on tape, or you're just, you know, more, uh, I don't know, you, you're just more – ready to go, rested and ready to go with a little extra time also. Yeah, I hope so. And I, I think in our case, John, we were just so bad fundamentally, according to Neil, in that Texas game. I think they had to get back and just literally, guys, you know, foot placement, hip placement, the whole gamut of those things they were really disappointed in. So I would imagine that's been the focus. It's not so much, you know, hey, let's get tricky here. It's like, let's get down to basics. And we, you know, offensively, we return pretty much, you know, for the most part, from where we were a year ago with the big change at quarterback. Obviously, we've got a five-star guy in JT Daniels. That's the big change. But other than that, defensively, John, we just got crushed in the transfer portal. I mean, absolutely crushed. And we are trying to make up for those losses now, and it's hard to do it on the fly. They went and got uh, some guys that have played a lot of football at other schools at a lower level, and the big question coming into the season was, okay, how long will it take those guys to adjust and quite honestly I think that's still in process and here we are at the middle of the season so when does that proverbial light bulb turn on and you get a defense that's synced up and playing together um, not yet um, and if you're a Mountaineer fan you hope that it happens you know Thursday because uh, if not then it's going to be um, it's going to be a difficulty. Well, hold the rain off if you can, and uh, we'll see you on Thursday and look forward to the trip. Always a pleasure, buddy, and same here. You're one of the best of all time, so look forward to seeing you. You are the best. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time. You bet. All right, Tony Caridi, uh, voice of the West Virginia Mountaineers, does an outstanding job there, and uh, this will be tough, Aaron. I mean, it's, it's tough for both teams who both teams really need a win this Thursday night. Yeah, and not that this Baylor team isn't capable of going on the road and beating a really good team. But, and I don't think West Virginia's bad, but I think they're catching them at a pretty good time. I mean, they've had some, They like he said, they started off with a heartbreaking loss to their biggest rival right. uh, with a pick six that 
should have been a big play. It went through the receiver's hands, and then it's uh, the last game they played was the game against Texas where they were never really in it. Yeah. Texas pretty much dominated that game from start to finish. Yeah, but there was the win over Virginia Tech also, and, yeah. and that was a Thursday night game, and I, I watched most of that, and they looked really good. I mean, West Virginia looked really good in beating Virginia Tech. Yeah, I've, and that's definitely kind of been the high point of their season. We'll see. Like he said, you know, will the off week be enough for them to fix the problems? And mm-hmm. he said that they were playing, they weren't playing fundamentally sound according according to head coach Neil Brown. So we'll see if they got that fixed and they come out ready to go against Baylor in front of that home crowd. All right, the game is Thursday. We're on the air with the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show at 4 p.m. on Thursday, 4 p.m., 6.05 kickoff on Saturday, Central Time. That'll be 7 o'clock there in the Eastern Time Zone. But we look forward to uh, being there and uh, bringing the uh, action to you here on ESPN Central Texas on the